You're listening to Omega Man Radio. T minus 10, 9, 8, the clock is operating. We're underway. Shannon Davis, and uh, today is a impromptu but live broadcast. Today, I believe, is Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Welcome aboard wherever you're tuning in from out there. How y'all been? I think it's been a few weeks now since we've done a show, and uh, we are officially coming back uh, January 1 with our guest. So we are coming back. We're not going to shut the show down. And praise the Lord, uh, we're going to continue as long as the Lord wants us to do this broadcast. And he hasn't told me to quit yet. So here we are. Well, a lot going on. And um, I want to play for you first a um, announcement from Prophet Scott Lathrop. Let's go ahead and do that now. Happy Tuesday, everybody. How are you doing today? It's Pastor Scott. I'm calling you from the confines of the Prophet's Corner or the Prophet's Couch, however you want to put it. Uh, It is a blessing to be with you today. Um, I need to give you some information. I first of all want to thank everybody that came out to the Christmas party. You all so blessed me so much. And I am so thankful. Um, But for those of you that were there, you saw that I wasn't quite the normal Scott, which says a lot because I'm very rarely normal. But I want to share with you today, um, we found uh, about three months ago, I was starting to act a little off. And I was starting, you know, my body wasn't acting proper. And so we started going to the doctor. And then right after the Christmas party, I went into the hospital. They started doing a battery of tests and stuff like that. 
and I have been diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Um, it has spread into my lungs and it has spread into my liver. Um, they're not going to do any surgeries or anything like that. They just think that there's too much of it. I think it's a lie from the pit of hell because how seven months ago I was cancer free, no cancer whatsoever. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, now I have cancer everywhere. And it's just not, it's just not, it, I'm not buying it is what I'm saying. And so I'm asking for your prayer for my family and myself. I believe that Jesus is going to heal me. My family believes that Jesus is going to heal me. Now, I am going to be totally transparent here. I don't know that I have the faith. Last night, I did not sleep well. And as I was laying in bed, I, I realized for the first time that I was in some serious stuff. And the Lord just put it on my heart. He said, trust those who I've put around you. Let them carry your weight. Let them carry the prayer load. You just trust in what they're praying over you. So I am asking you I am to pray over me. I need your prayers. The doctors have said with treatment, I can last up to a year. That's man's opinion. That's not God's opinion. That's definitely not my opinion. And so what I want to do is ask you to please pray for me. I am going to, con for those of you that are going to ask, I am going to continue with Soul Bait. It will look a little different. We will still do meetings. And we will keep going as long as I can keep going. God's going to supply, uh, supply the juice and as long as he continues to give me the magic Kool-Aid of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to keep going. But I also have to know my body, and when it's time to stop, it's just time to stop. And I want to say this to every one of you before I get too involved in all the meds they're going to give me. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Um, I love all of you all. I am thankful for each one of you. I'm thankful for everybody that's participated in the last 17 years of Soul Bait. Can you believe it? 17 years since I left Claremont, Florida and came up here and started Soul Bait. And I didn't know that it would do anything. And here we are 17 years later. And we're still doing it. And so I'm just thankful for each one of you. And now I'm asking you with my whole, whole, whole heart, please keep me in prayer. Please keep my family in prayer. My family has already made it clear as much of a pain as I am. They don't want me to go anywhere. And I'm kind of glad. So I, I don't want to go anywhere either. Um, so please keep my family in prayer. Um... I don't know how many updates I will do like this because I don't like talking about it. 
because I just want to get on with, I am going to do what Billy Graham did. I'm going to be faithful to the faith until I go home. Whether that's in a year or in 15 years or 20 years, I'm going to be faithful. I love the Lord. I am thankful for everything that he has done for me. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity that he gave me to love each one of you. And I would not trade that for nothing in the world. You all mean so much to me. I want to say thank you. I love you all. And again, because Christmas is coming, Merry Christmas. And at this point, we are still going to do our New Year's Eve Prophecy Blitz. Look to our website for updates on that. And we're going to keep going. And I'm planning on having a first Friday in January. I don't know how this is all going to work, but we're going to get it done. And, you know, God is good. God loves Scott. And God loves you. And with all that in common, we can't lose. But if you don't mind for a little while, I'm going to have to stand on your faith so you can carry me. Thank you. God bless you. Go Jesus. Folks, that's uh, Prophet Scott Lathrop. He just released that about 18 hours ago. And Brother Scott uh, means so much to many of us here on Omega Man Radio. And you out there tuning in. I had the opportunity to meet him for the first time over 13 years ago. It was actually Christmas 2008. And um, I had the opportunity to go down to visit my brother Damon in Jacksonville, Florida. I was living in Gainesville, Georgia at the time. Had not yet started Mega Man Radio. And my brother Damon said, I have a friend who's a prophet. Would you like to meet with him and have him pray with you and have him prophesy? And I said, absolutely. I'd only had that happen one time in my life from that point, up until that point. Uh, first time back in 2005. And uh, so this would be the second time I'd received a prophetic word. Had not met Brother Scott before. He had not met me. In fact, uh, he was a good friend of my brother Damon. But my brother didn't tell him that uh, we were related. Didn't want there to be any, um, you know, just, what's the, what's the term for that? Um, basically just wanted me to go in there clean uh, didn't know me from Adam so there is an adjective for that but it escapes my memory right now well my brother set it up I went over to his office my brother Damon's office met Prophet Scott and uh, we had a little small talk and then uh, he began to um, deliver the word of the Lord and he gave me a word that lasted something like 15, 20 minutes. Powerful word. 
And uh, in that was the second time I'd heard the Lord give me the instructions to speak His Word. It first come in 2005, and then almost uh, four years later, the Lord had spoken again, told me to speak His Word. Well, let every word be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. So for me, that was all that I needed. That was my two witnesses. And I knew that the Lord had a calling along life. And uh, it would still be about another year, year and a half, before we would launch Omega Man Radio. But we did. And um, that was uh, 2010, 13 years ago. And from the very beginning, I had a desire to get Brother Scott on the program we did. And we launched something which I think is pretty unique. It's, it's come to be known as the Soul Bait Prophetic Hotline, where we'd have the team at Soul Bait, as many of you know, are familiar with, come on the program and we would take calls. And whoever wanted to call through, they would deliver the word of the Lord. And we would take as many calls as we could during the show. Well, that's just one small facet of the ministry of soul bait. Uh, as Brother Scott just said, they've been going strong 17 years. They travel the world. They prophesy. They teach classes on learning to hear God's voice, dreams, and visions. They minister. have a ministry team. And they have been faithful servants to the Lord Jesus all these years. Well, we live in a fallen world. And we have an adversary, Satan, who, like a roaring lion, is seeking, it says, whom he may devour. And if we survive the womb to be born into this world, many don't. They're killed in the womb. Well, we have the enemy firing at us. He's declared war on all mankind. He comes to kill, steal, destroy. We're living in a fallen world, as I mentioned, with sickness and disease. We have people that are literally trying to kill us at the globalist level, poisoning us. You know what happened with COVID-19? A bioweapon released on the planet in the form of the vaccine. I won't spend too much time on that, but you know where I'm going with it. Uh, We can just go down the list of ways that you can die. And sadly, the devil and many others were like you and I had a body bag. But God, now try as they might, some are trying to find the fountain of youth and elixir and live forever, make themselves immortal. Well, it's never going to be found. Because there's only one way. If you want to be immortal, that's uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Get born again. But one thing is certain. It says it's a point on a man wants to die and then the judgment. We're all going to die, folks. And unless the Lord Jesus comes back first, there will be some alive remaining, it says, at the last trump. But then you're still going to die because you're going to be transformed. The old flesh is going to fall away and you're going to take on a new glorified body. Even the two witnesses that are coming back during the book of Revelation in the end times, And they're going to go around and preach. And they're going to have the power to call fire down on people who would try to harm them. Well, if you read the book of Revelation, uh, 
God allows them to be killed. And then lay in the street, I believe, three days. They revive, resurrect, and then he catches them up. Um, even they die. And I have a, an idea that it's probably none other than Enoch and Elijah. We have no record that those two men died. They were just translated. They were just picked up in chariots. So I think even though they've been, uh, they have been alive thousands of years, you know, but with the Lord, uh, they're going to die too. And that's probably when they do it. Now, that's just my thinking of who that is. But we all die. No escaping that. That's a curse that cannot be broken on this side of the Lord Jesus Christ's return. Yes, there are curses that we can break. In fact, I just finished a a book that I've been meaning to read for 20 years, almost. The Blessing of the Curse You Choose by Derek Prince. And uh, he even addresses that in there. You know, there are many curses we can break, but there's some that uh, are not curses brought on through disobeying God's laws. They were put on mankind at the beginning. Before the law ever came to mankind and that is one of them death however God holds our heartbeat and we're to fight to live we're to fight for others so that they can live and not die before their time why should we die before our time and praise God there is healing for people that are dying, those that have sickness and disease. There is deliverance. There is salvation. It's faith with the cross of Jesus. And we are called to pray one for the other that we may be healed. We're to stand in the gap for people. We're going to do that here in a minute for Prophet Scott Lathrop, our friend. But death is a real enemy. I have one brother in the Lord. He's at home. Only the Lord knows how much time he's got. He's already getting up in age. The Lord could call him home at any time, but he's run a great race for the Lord. Another friend I just was alerted that had a heart attack. Went in, and uh, when he woke up, they had put two or three stents in him. We've received this bad news today regarding Prophet Scott but we're going to believe the Lord for healing and uh, even I wasn't feeling good about two days ago tell you what I had a wake up call a couple days ago I was at the gym working out had not been sleeping much past week or two about four or five hours a night on average and um, drinking a lot of caffeine and did my workout, but yesterday I was tired. I didn't go to the gym. Did fill up to it, and I uh, night before I had I think like a cold sweat break out on me, which is not a good sign. And my mind is beginning to play tricks on me. You know, you may be coming down with a heart attack, or the enemy is talking to me. Rather, had rebuked that. But I did feel a little bit of, um, you could say, a little bit of pain on the left side of my chest. Whether it was gas bubble or not, I don't know. 
And I just began to put two, two and two together. I said, this is not good. No sleep. Cold sweat. Feel tired. Chest pain. I said, dear God, I better keep an eye on that. And I did. Got me worried. And I really began to think, I'm sobering. I'm thinking, you know, everywhere you look, there's people in crises out there. People that are dying. Ryan O'Neill, the actor, just died the other day. Another in a long line of celebrities who have passed away. Suzanne Summers, heart attack, cancer. It's everywhere. You can't escape it. Death comes to us all. And it's a sobering thought. You can be here today and gone tomorrow. That's no respect for persons. But yet we don't give up. And if we had just ourselves, we'd be in trouble. What could we do? But thank God we got the Lord to go to. We can go to the Lord in prayer. Like Hezekiah did. He was told to get his house in order and he cried out to the Lord and got another 15 years. And you know, there are people who serve the Lord. They've died before their time. Maybe didn't quite take care of their bodies or just ran themselves 90 to nothing. A lot of people have done that. Overworked themselves, had a heart attack and died. Went home to be with the Lord. Look at Jack Coe. Died in his 40s. One of the most prolific evangelists of all time. Biggest tent revivals in the world. Saw miracles. He went home for his time. My grandfather, Davis, died 58. My father, 57. My great-grandfather, 52. I just turned 54. And I was told to break a generational curse. I believe we did that. But we can still not use wisdom sometimes. Get ourselves in some trouble. And I've done that. And I realized, uh, man, this is not a good formula for longevity. No sleep, too much caffeine. Did you know that drinking caffeine can poison you? There's a YouTube short I think I just saw or Facebook. It was on this Panera um, energy, supercharged lemonade. Some student drank it recently and died. And the short was going through what are the ingredients in this thing? It had um, 98 grams of sugar. It had several hundred grams of caffeine, the equivalent of four Red Bull or four big cups of coffee. Massive caffeine and sugar and the guy died. Had a heart attack. You shouldn't drink these. These are dangerous. And any caffeine will begin to constrict your blood flow up to 27% of its normal flow. You could have a stroke. You could have heart attack. It's dangerous. And to each... They're going to have to make a decision what they're going to put in their bodies or not. But I, for one, cannot drink uh, coffee in moderation. Once I get on that cappuccino, three, four a day. And, uh, you know, although I say give me a half shot, because I usually put a shot or more of that, you know, coffee. And that's a lot of caffeine. I just can't drink it in moderation. So 
I began to have some telltale signs that could have a detrimental impact on me. And I said, the brakes go on right here. I got up this morning, wasn't feeling 100%, I'll be honest with you. I didn't drink any coffee yesterday. Ran out of milk. That was my salvation. We couldn't make it here. I didn't feel like going to the mall where I usually go up to work, work out at the gym, grab a cappuccino, drink two or three. And I got to thinking, I don't want a heart attack. I want to live, not die. Why will we die before our time? People are killing themselves every day with diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, you name it. People are eating it. I've eaten it. People are going out left and right. More now than ever. Take that shot, you could get a turbo cancer. There's people that have uh, that have died from the vaccines. Again, many ways to die. Why will we die before our time? So, I had my wake-up call. And I was praying today, to be honest with you. I said, Lord, I repent. It's the last thing I need now to get sick. I'm going to stop it. I give you my word. And folks, I've given up coffee. Made a vow to the Lord. I'm going to keep it now. Better not to make a vow and break it than to make one. I mean, better not to make a vow than to make one and break it. Folks, I want to live. I got too much to live for. So do you. Brother Scott's got too much to live for. We got to pray and stand in the gap for him. We're going to do that in a minute. I said all that to say this. Do not take life for granted. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. Me nor you. You can be dead tomorrow. And so can I. Many people die in their sleep. Heart attacks. They don't drink enough water. And your body has to artificially boost the blood pressure to keep the blood pumping instead of having that osmotic pressure by drinking sufficient water with electrolytes every day. And um, sometimes heart can't take it and you just kick off in your sleep. Everybody out there drink a glass of water before you go to bed. And I thought, you know, I know what to do. I'm not doing it. Now, in the last two months, I went on a radical diet. Praise the Lord, I got my eating under control. I'm eating primarily protein. Not all the time, but about 90% of the time. I've got the gym going, but that caffeine is a killer. And uh, I'm not going to let it take my life. It's not worth it. You get the buzz from the caffeine, but you constrict your blood flow up to 27%. I'm here to tell you, folks, um, we've got to be careful what we put in our bodies. And having done all, you still got to pray over your food because you can't trust labels out there. There's a Chinese documentary of all this food that is being artificially sprayed, injected, manipulated to look like high-quality meat and fresh vegetables and this or that and it's filled with toxins oh man I I would never want to eat anything from China after watching this documentary these clips it's horrible what they're doing to food over there 
And then you wonder how fentanyl gets into um, the drug supply, pharmaceuticals. People don't care over there. They're about the dollar. Bottom line, making money. I remember living in Panama. And there was uh, over a dozen people who died. They went down to the local pharmacy. And they drank, uh, they had bought some cough syrup and it had uh, ethylene glycol in there. Antifreeze. I kid you not. Poison them. They traced it back to the Chinese distributor. Went back to the Chinese government. And I think the people over there were executed. And then there was another scandal where these Chinese um, suppliers of formula for babies and dog food were putting melanin, excuse me, melamine, which is uh, what they make plates out of sometimes. It's a plastic and when you put it in formula, baby powder, baby milk, and uh, you put in dog food, and you test it, it shows the protein content to be higher than it is. The melamine will skew the results, but it will also destroy your your liver. So babies were drinking this melamine-laced powder, and the dogs were eating it, and they were having renal failure. Kidney failure. That's kidneys, right? Kidney failure, rather. And, uh, you know, if they're caught, they'll be executed in China. But what do you do with all those people that have died? Even the Chinese were, mothers were not uh, trusting the store-bought milk from China. They were, the formula, they were going uh, outside the country to get it because they didn't know what had been polluted or not. You just never know. You've got to pray every food. Let me get back on track here. Uh, I had my wake-up call this week. I said, i got to go all in. And so, that's it. I'm done. I can't, I can't drink it in moderation. I'm done with coffee. Last thing I need is a heart attack. And uh, I'm going to stay in my routine and lose some more weight, up the supplements, but my goal is to live. And we need to stand in the gap for those that are wounded right now. That are hanging on by a thread. Anybody would like to take them out? Again, he wants to kill all of us. Don't take life for granted. Don't take anything for granted, folks. Again, you can be here today and gone tomorrow. Don't take the gifts and calling of God for granted. They're without repentance. Don't take for granted you have an opportunity to say, I love you to somebody. Or spend some time with someone. We could be dead tomorrow. And I'm just going to start living like that. All I got is today. And thank the Lord every day for a new tomorrow when it comes. In the meantime, um, there we are. My heart is heavy with the news from Prophet Scott. But I know that God is able to heal him. We've lost a lot of friends. Don't need to lose more. And we need Prophet Scott around. He's done so much for the people of God. And his time is, he has said in this program, stand in faith for him. So we're going to do that tonight. God is able to touch him. He's able to touch you and I. God is able to raise us up. 
God is able to forgive us of our sins. It's all available at the cross of Jesus. And nowhere else. Don't put your faith and trust in men, a doctor, medicine, science. They don't have the answers. So those that will agree, let's stand at the gap. And on this program, we're going to pray. And then please, in your daily devotions, continue to lift up Brother Scott until we get word that he is out of the woods. Let's do it. Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we lift up Prophet Scott Lathrop to you, Father, and his family. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over them. God, we know there's not anything too hard for you. To heal him is not too hard for you. But he needs that miracle. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you would send your word and you would heal him. Loose your ministering angels to him today. Again, we plead the blood of Jesus over his body. We rebuke the spirit of death and destruction in the name of Jesus Christ. Brother Scott will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit that is trying to take his life. We rebuke it. Every spirit of infirmity, sickness, disease, we rebuke you. We command you to loose them and go all spirits of death and destruction. Loose them in the mighty name of Jesus. We break all word curses and any witchcraft sent against him to destroy him. We break it and loose him right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare over him that he will live and not die. We decree it that he will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord Jesus. We speak to cancer. We command it to die at the root in Jesus' name. What the Lord Jesus Christ has not planted, Brother Scott, be uprooted and come out at the cellular level in the name of Jesus. And we speak to him in his body. Be healed and made whole, Brother Scott. We loose healing to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God, let it be done. In your name, we decree it. Scott, be healed and made whole in Jesus Christ's name. Father God, station warrior angels over him and his family. Bless them and keep them in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, folks. Let's agree in faith. Keep the faith. Faith will keep you, as Granny used to say. Well, we know to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So if you know Christ, we go to be with Him at death. But there's a lot of work to be done. I know Brother Scott thinks that way. I think that way, and I know you do too. We want to hang around a while. Amen? God has a job for you and I to complete. Welcome again if you're just joining us. Um, hello, Brother James and Sister Jagboagu and uh, others out there tuning in. Sister Elda, Jens, wherever you're tuning in from, welcome. Um, question was, what do I think about tea? Well, for me, I got my, my enemy is uh, caffeine, so... Um, I suppose you could have decaffeinated tea or decaffeinated coffee, but I don't love it that much to do that. And um, 
and my grandfather Weber used to drink unsweetened tea. He was worried about his sugar. Unsweetened tea really is not appetizing to me, and really sugar is my enemy as well. Uh, I got to get rid of caffeine and sugar. None of those are helping me or you. So uh, no, I'm not going to drink tea either. I'm done with it. I'm done with um, all caffeine. And I'm trying to rid myself of sugar. Now, that's difficult, but it can be done. And so right now, the only source of sugar, pretty much for me, is what I put in the coffee. So if I'm not drinking coffee, well, then I don't have any sugar to worry about. You know, there's no sugar in in chicken. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm done with it. I'm just going to drink water and maybe, a, you know, electrolyte powder to put into it, but stay away from the sugar as much as I can. Chocolate, too, sadly. The other thing I've been battling with was silent reflux, which is like a form of acid reflux or GERD. Just the stomach acid comes up, burns your throat, and a big antagonist for that is is too much caffeine. So, again, um, just not worth it. I want to live. Uh, last thing I want is a heart attack, so um, I'm done with it. And um, I'm not having any headaches, to be honest with you going on two days without any coffee. So praise God for that. He's made it easy for me. But here we are. I just had to choose something else to drink. What I'm going to drink probably um, actually is going to be coconut water. Because at the mall, I would go to the cappuccino stand. Well, they've got a uh, coconut water place too. and That's the ultimate electrolyte, by the way, coconut water. If you can get that, and in America they, they make a great one that comes from Thailand. It comes in a can. It's called C2O used to get in Vegas at the grocery stores. Put that in your refrigerator, get up in the morning, drink a tall can of Thailand coconut water. Oh, man. Full of electrolytes. All natural stuff. Can't beat that. That's what I'm going to do. Just drink water and coconut water. Um, Okay, enough about me. Um, But I played that in case uh, you're not on Facebook and don't see Brother Scott's wall. I just saw that today and uh, wanted to Get the word out to as many of the intercessors out there as we could. Stand agreement in faith for his healing. God is able to heal Brother Scott. He's able to heal you and I. God's able to turn around. Uh, Mistakes we've made in our life and give us another chance. And that's what I'm praying for my own self. Lord, forgive me. I'm going to do a better job. Well, um... I think I have said hello to you since Thanksgiving, did I, or did I not? Maybe I didn't. I think we did our last show pre-Thanksgiving, but hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Of course, Christmas is coming up. I'm not boycotting Christmas. I don't have a a tree per se in my house, but I'm not boycotting it. I'm not going to stand with those that um, end up standing on the side of those that hate Christmas because of Jesus associated with it, so they boycott it for that reason. You know, if you want to celebrate or not, it's up to you, but uh, I'm thankful for any day that will recognize the Lord Jesus Christ, and if you get that day off from work, that's great. You can spend time with your family. If you want to give gifts, what's the problem with that? You don't have to wait till December 25th to give a gift, but there we are. I know Christ wasn't born on December 25th, but um, I'm not boycotting it. I have done that in, in some years past, but I don't do that anymore because I found myself out there not celebrating anything and I'm over there with the atheists that hate Christ 
they hate Christmas for the name associated with it. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm over here sitting with them. doesn't make sense. What the heck with that? I'm going to stand up for Christ. Why can't we celebrate him December 25th? Celebrate him every day. What's the problem? Somebody says you got to have a tree. Although, I'll just be honest with you, the tree with the lights looks kind of beautiful. i got great memories growing up having a Christmas tree with the, the gifts, so I'm not going to spend much time on that or argue with people one way or the other on that. But um, praise God, we got the freedom to celebrate Christ. There's some that don't. They live in countries that the mere mention of him can be put, put you in jail, could have you executed. How'd you like to be in North Korea right now for Christmas? Okay. So I've been uh, thinking about a schedule uh, going forward. And I believe what we're going to do is we're going to return to the evening programs getting January. And uh, we're going to do uh, 7 to 10 Eastern. So we'll have uh, multiple guests each night, Monday through Friday. And then I think I'm going to take one morning a week and put all my international shows on that day. Um, starting at uh, 10 a.m., we'll probably have like Michael Cummins and David Measures and Elvis Newhart have our international block one day a week. But then do our uh, daily program, as I mentioned, in the evening, 7 to 10. I think we're going to do that um, because I have not been getting to bed uh, much before 5 a.m. the last couple months and just not healthy. So I'm going to try to go to bed by midnight every night and get my seven hours of sleep. If you can get eight, go for it. Well, okay, uh, so we'll firm that up, but we are coming back January 7 to 10 Eastern p.m., 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, beginning January, going back to our old time schedule we did last year, did for many years. Uh, Then we moved to the mornings. I tried that, and that was kind of fun, but jacked my schedule up. Um, Okay, sleeping schedule. Well, one of the promises I made to the Lord is uh, I'm going to get back and do his original mandate, which was speak his word. So I'm going to go to a song break. If anybody would like to continue with us, we're going to go into the word, do an edition of speak my word today. Um, I'm going to endeavor to do it every day. You know, the Lord told me to speak his word. What has he told you to do? And what he's told us to do, we need to obey. Otherwise, we're going to stand before the Lord one day and he's going to hold us accountable for it. And I said, dear Lord, I don't want to die of a heart attack. I give up the coffee and I'll begin to read your word every day, Lord. That's what you told me to do. Forgive me for slacking. When you get in dire straits, you're going to make some deals. And uh, I should have already been keeping my end of the bargain to begin with. But uh, God means business. And uh, our time down here is limited, folks. I can't stress that enough. None of us guarantee tomorrow. God have mercy. We take it for granted sometimes. I know that I do. So I'm saying, Lord, have mercy. Haven't completed what you want me to do. I need more time to do it. I got some young children here in the house. I need to raise them. I can't do it. Help help them if I'm not here. 
Folks, we need to work like Jesus is coming. Uh, Excuse me, work as though we're going to meet him tomorrow. I mean, you better get stuff done, but occupy till he comes at the same time. Did that make sense? No, no, no. I said it wrong. Be ready to meet Jesus if you died tonight. There we go. But work as though he isn't coming back for 100 years. That means we got to occupy. There's work to be done for the kingdom of God. A lot of things will try to stop you and I from doing it. Fear. Fear news. Sickness and disease. Demonic attacks. But we've got to push through. And like Brother Scott says, I'm not quitting. I'm going to be faithful to the Lord till the end, till he calls me. We've got to all have that attitude, and we're, we're going to pray that he's got a lot more time, as we all have a lot more time, hopefully, to serve the Lord, get our job done. Okay, I've rambled enough, but uh, it's good to be back. Uh, my website, omegamanradio.com, we've got all podcasts going on one location now. And then from there, they'll be picked up by some different carriers, but go to omegaman.podbean.com. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, this will be our first broadcast we've done since our break. And we're going to uh, endeavor to be back every day and do Speak My Word. Now, we're going to have our regular guest, Mega Man Radio, as you know it, back January 1. So I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'll be building that schedule soon. Well, praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this opportunity to be alive today. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Forgive us of our sins, Father God, that we have committed. Back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture, and action. We plead the blood of Jesus over all of us today, Father God. We invite the Holy Spirit to come. God, teach us your word. Write it on the tables of our heart that we may not sin against thee. Guide and direct all of our steps. We ask you, Father God, to surround us with your warrior angels. Have your way in all of our lives, God. We ask, Lord, that you would send your word to me and to those out there tonight that may need a healing touch for their body. Brother Mel Novak, Sean Gillespie. Of course, as we prayed for Prophet Scott, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing for him right now. He said, The prayer of faith shall heal the sick, and if they have any sin, it shall be forgiven them. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to read your word. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Unlock it for us, Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, amen. A question from the chat room, Dr. Kent Hoven, is he scheduled for January? Uh, Potentially. I did make contact with them and um, had to go through uh, an assistant. A little bit of a hassle, I must, must tell you, but I'd like to get him on, so I'm pushing through that. I don't like to deal with the intermediaries. That's just a uh, a gatekeeper. What's the point? I wanted to send them a headset, but um, they did not want a headset. Okay, and then had to go back and forth over that. And uh, then I decided to take a break, and I said, well, let's do it in January, and haven't heard back from them on the date that they want. So they may have uh, wrote me off or... They may be waiting to January to respond, but I'm waiting on them now. And I will follow up here towards the end of the month and uh, see what they want for January. 
Um, the issues I was having was not from Ken Hovind. Again, it's from their gatekeepers. And so there we are. What can you do? Um, but hopefully we'll be able to get him on. I like the guy myself. Okay. Let's see. We're going to start in the book of Judges. Judges chapter 1. Now, after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked Yahovah, saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first, to fight against them? And Yahovah said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. And Judah said unto Simeon his brother, Come up with me into my lot, that we may fight against the Canaanites, and I likewise will go with thee into thy lot. So Simeon went with him. Now, the lot that they're mentioning here is the land that God had deeded to each of the tribes. All they had to do was go up and possess it. And the lot was very big. Still belongs to Israel today. Although they may not be in possession of all of it at this moment in time, they will eventually get it all. So Simeon went with him, and Judah went up, and Yahovah delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand. And they slew of them in Bezek ten thousand men. And they found Adonabezek in Bezek, and they fought against him, and they slew the Canaanites and the Perizzites. And Adonai Bezek fled, and they pursued after him, and caught him, and cut off his thumbs and his great toes. Imagine losing your thumbs. It'd be kind of hard to hold a cup. Uh, be like a cat trying to hold his treat. Having no th- no toes. Can you imagine that? No, I mean no no big toe. Kind of hard to run. That's the whole point. And Adani Bezek said, Three score and ten kings, that's seventy kings, having their thumbs and their great toes cut off, gathered their meat under my table, as I have done, and so God hath requited me. And they brought him to Jerusalem, and there he died. Now the children of Judah had fought against Jerusalem, and had taken it, and smit it with the edge of the sword, and set the city on fire. And afterwards, the children of Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites that dwelled in the mountain, and in the south and in the valley. And Judah went against the Canaanites that dwelt in Hebron. Now the name of Hebron before was Kerjath Arba. And they slew Shishai and Aiman and Talmai. From thence he went against the inhabitants of Deber. And the name of Deber before was Kerjath Sefer. And Caleb said, He that smiteth Kerjath Sefer and taketh it, to him will I give Aksa my daughter to wife. And Otanil, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, took it, and he gave him Aksa, his daughter, to wife. And it came to pass, when she came to him, that she moved him to ask of her father a field, and she lighted from off her ass, 
And Caleb said unto her, What wilt thou? What do you want, in other words? What would you have me to do? She said unto him, Give me a blessing, for thou hast given me a south land. Give me also springs of water. And Caleb gave her the upper springs and the nether springs. And the children of the Kenite, Moses' father-in-law, went up out of the city of palm trees with the children of Judah into the wilderness of Judah, which lieth in the south of Arad. And they went and dwelt among the people. And Judah went with Simeon his brother, and they slew the Canaanites that inhabited Zephath, and utterly destroyed it. And the name of the city was called Hormah. Also Judah took Gaza with the coast thereof, and Askelon with the coast thereof, and Ekron with the coast thereof. Did you just see that? Judah took Gaza. Gaza belongs to Judah, to the Jews. Even now in 2023. Are we going to go with what the media and the world want? Or are we going to go with what God said? I'm going with what God said. He said Gaza was Judas, and it is. Nobody has a right to it, not even an inch. What about the Palestinians? What about them? Let them go to the state of Jordan, which is a Palestinian state, which, by the way, is owned by Israel as well, according to what God said. Many places the PL can go. Okay. Again, and Yahovah was with Judah. And he drove out the inhabitants of the mountain, but could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley, because they had chariots of iron. And they gave Hebron unto Caleb, as Moses said. And he expelled from there the three sons of Anak. And the children of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites that inhabited Jerusalem, but the Jebusites dwell with the children of Benjamin in Jerusalem unto this day. And the house of Joseph, they went up also, excuse me, they also went up against Bethel, and Yahovah was with them. And the house of Joseph sent to describe Bethel. Now the name of the city before was lose. Now that's one of those words I need to look up. Just descri- describe means to catch sight of. To discover by looking carefully, to detect, to discern or make out. So going back there to it, uh, in the house of Joseph sent to describe Bethel. Take a look at it. Now the name of the city before was Luz, and the spies saw a man come forth out of the city. And they said unto him, Show us, we pray thee, the entrance into the city, and we will show thee mercy. And when he showed them the entrance into the city, they smote the city with the edge of the sword. But they let go the man and all his family. And the man went into the land of the Hittites and built a city called the name thereof Luz, which is the name thereof unto this day. 
Neither did Manasseh drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shean and her towns, nor Tanakh and her towns, nor the inhabitants of Dor and her towns, nor the inhabitants of Ibliam and her towns, nor the inhabitants of Megiddo and her towns, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. And it came to pass when Israel was strong that they put the Canaanites to tribute and did not utterly drive them out. Neither did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites that dwelt in Gezer. But the Canaanites dwelt in Gezer among them. You see, they're making some mistakes here. They're supposed to get the drive out all the inhabitants of the land before them and take it. It's going to become a problem for them. Become a problem for you and I when we don't obey what the Lord has told us to do. Verse 30, Neither did Zebulun drive out the inhabitants of Kitron, nor the inhabitants of Nahalal, but the Canaanites dwelt among them and became tributaries. Neither did Asher drive out the inhabitants of Akko, nor the inhabitants of Zidon, nor Anlab, nor of Akzib, nor of Helba, nor of Aphek, nor of Rehob. But the Asherites dwelt among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, for they did not drive them out. Neither did Naphtali drive out the inhabitants of Beshemesh, nor the inhabitants of Bethanath, but he dwelt among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land. Nevertheless, the inhabitants of Beshemesh and of Bethanath became tributaries unto them. And the Amorites forced the children of Dan into the mountain, for they would not suffer them to come down to the valley. But the Amorites would dwell in Mount Heres, and Aijalon, and in Shaalbim. Yet the hand of the house of Joseph prevailed, so that they became tributaries. And then finally, and the coast of the Amorites was going from the going up to Akrabim, from the rock and upward. Okay, for, for that book, we're just going to read Judges chapter 1. That's our new um, book we're reading from the Old Testament. Now what I want to do is go over to the uh, book of Proverbs and read a proverb for today. Today's the 13th, so you can go through the book of Proverbs in 30 days, just read uh, one a day. Then repeat. And you can synchronize with whatever date you're on. So I want to read Proverbs 13. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressors shall eat violence. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. The soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. A righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, but wickedness overthroweth the sinner. There is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing. There is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. The ransom of a man's life are his riches. But the poor heareth not rebuke. 
the light of the righteous rejoiceth, rejoiceth, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Only by pride cometh contention, but where the well-advised is wisdom. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Whoso despiseth the word, talking about God's word, shall be destroyed. But he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life. To depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor. But the way of transgressors is hard. Every prudent man dealeth with knowledge. But a fool layeth open his folly. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief. But a faithful ambassador is health. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction. But he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is abomination to fools to depart from evil. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. I got to get busy. How about you? You got any grandchildren out there? I got one. Uh, Okay. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed. There is that is destroyed for want of judgment. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth his son chasteneth him betimes. I don't like to have to spank my. Uh, sons, and I haven't had to in a few weeks. <laughs> uh, it's been at least a month, but sometimes I have to get give them a spanking. I get a fly swatter. I have used a belt one time, and I don't think they ever want me to use that again. My grandmother used to spank me with a switch. You know what a switch is? It's that little thorn tree bush. Little tiny, you know, little tiny branch. It hurts. My dad used to spank me with a belt. One time, I got spanked with a brush, and it broke the brush. Yep, yeah, I got my share of spankings, and I don't like to have to do it, but sometimes it's got to be done. It says, "He that spareth his rod hateth his son." And I've seen those that have said, oh, we're not going to do that. We're just going to let them be themselves. Sadly, one of them is dead right now. That I knew about. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. The righteous, righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked shall want. Okay. Feels good to read a proverb. I haven't read a proverb in a while. Uh, How about a psalm? You can read five psalms a day and be through the whole book of psalms 
in um, 30 days. Just read five a day. I want to start with the 13th, and then the, the, the key is you add 30 to it. That's one formula, so you'll see how it works if you're not familiar. We're going to start with Psalm uh, 13. To the chief musician, a psalm of David. How long wilt thou forget me, O Yehovah, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall mine enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Yehovah, my God. Lighten mine eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Let mine enemies say, I have prevailed against him. And those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto Yehovah, because he hath dealt bountifully with me. He's been good to him. Been good to me. Been good to you. Um, better than I deserve. As Brother John Gogan used to say. That was Psalm 13, so what we'll do is add 30 to it, so we'll read Psalm 43. Judge me, O God, and please my, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. O deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why dost thou cast me off? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? O send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Let me insert there a question. What is God's holy hill? Do you know the answer to that? Mount Zion. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the harp will I praise thee, O God my God. Why art thou cast down? O my soul, and why art thou disquieted with me, within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Now I realize that God holds my heartbeat. He holds yours too. We've got a problem. We need to go to the Lord first. And to the Lord I went. Said the Lord, I have not been wise. I've been running low on sleep and then hitting that cappuccino hard. That caffeine is not good for my body. It's constricting blood flow by up to 27% in the human body. It's not good. In fact, if I didn't put cream and sugar in it, I wouldn't even want to drink it. It tastes bitter. Coffee doesn't taste good by itself. Unless you get some card- some Colombian coffee. I did try some of that one time. It wasn't bad, but not the coffee that I'm drinking here. Pretty na- pretty gnarly. Coffee without cream and sugar. Then beyond all that, what a price to pay for getting a little bit of energy boost. You could have a heart attack or stroke. It's not worth it. Not to me, at least. Lord, help me. Forgive me. I could not drink it in moderation. 
had to choose, folks. Coffee or my children. Coffee or this program. They could put me in a pine box. It'd be all she wrote. Or I can say it's just not worth it. I'm done with it. I'm making a change. Fall in the mercy of God. God, help me. Deliver me. Heal my body. That was Psalm 43. We're going to go over to Psalm 73. And there is healing in God's word. Praise the Lord. God, we will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord Jesus Christ. Scott Lathrop, Mel Novak, Sean Gillespie, me and for you out there in Jesus' name. Psalm 73, a psalm of Asaph. Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compassed them about as a chain. Violence covereth them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness, they have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily, they set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walketh through the earth. Therefore his people returneth hither, and waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, How doth God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. That would be somebody like George Soros, you know, or Bill Gates. You look at them and think, man, they got everything. But really, they're wretched. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I therein. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places that thou casteth them down into destruction. Henry Kissinger, he was cast down in destruction. He's in a place called hell tonight. He did a lot of evil. And yes, he could have repented on his deathbed, but I bet you a million bucks he didn't. Never once heard him speak about Jesus Christ, his relationship with God. He was demon-possessed and went right into hell, into the grave. Who cares who that guy was? Who will care about any of these actors long after they're gone? Even the memory of Prince and Michael Jackson is fading. Pray for William Shatner. He's getting up there. He's in his 90s now. Could go at any moment. And as far as no, he's not made a decision for Jesus Christ. I pray that he comes to Christ. For it's too late. What will it matter that he was Captain Kirk? That won't buy him a glass of water in hell. Nothing you and I can do will help us one moment 
if we end up in hell. I mean, nothing we did down here, in other words, or achieved, will buy us any rest in hell. You won't get a demon to say, oh, I remember you. I saw your movie. I'll give you a pass. I won't torment you today. I won't rip out your intestines and eat them. I won't rape you because you were Captain Kirk on the Starship Enterprise back on Earth. Folks, those demons down there, they do horrible things to people. Over and over and over again. In the darkness. That's the only pleasure they have is to torment human beings that they got. How are they brought into desolation? As in a moment, they are utterly, utterly consumed with terrors. As a dream, when one awaketh, so, O Lord, when thou awakest, thou shalt despise their image. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast held me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none up upon earth that I desire, desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth. But God is the strength of my heart. I claim that right now for myself and for you. And my portion forever. From lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that go a-whoring from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord Yahovah that I may declare all thy works. Okay, we're reading Psalm. Let's add 30 to that. We're going to go to Psalm 103. Just wherever you start, add 32 and read five Psalms. And you'll be through the whole book in a month. Start any day you want. Psalm 103, a Psalm of David. Bless Yehovah, O my soul, and all that is within me, Bless his holy name. Do you remember that song growing up? Bless the Lord, O my soul. Do they still sing that in church? I remember that. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Father, Yahovah, in Jesus Christ's name, you are he that healeth Brother Scott tonight. Sean Gillespie. Meldovac, me and anybody else out there needs a healing touch. In the name of Jesus. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. You know, I prayed to the Lord to help me today. And then I got in a taxi and went to get some groceries. And I was walking around the mall there for a moment. All I got today was a coconut water. And um, felt good. 
felt normal. I said, praise God. I can't go back on my word to you. I want to live and not die. Declare the works of the Lord Jesus. Goes on to say, who again, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. I felt renewed today. Yahovah executeth righteousness, righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. Yahovah is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. Let's look up that word chide. It means to scold or rebuke. You know, there's a word of God that says, The Lord chasteneth those that he loves. He'll rebuke you. But it says, He will not always chide. Neither will he keep his anger forever. Comes a time where it's punishment time. We push too far. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. In other words, he's shown mercy. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Isn't that what Solomon said? Some fear the new world order more than they do God. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so Yahovah pitieth them that fear him. I want the Lord to show pity on me. How about you? For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of Yahovah is everlasting is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him. And his righteousness unto children's children. To such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. Yahovah hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless Yahovah, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye Yehovah, all ye his host, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless Yehovah, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless Yehovah, O my soul. Okay, we got one more to read. That was Psalm 103. Let's add 32. We'll read Psalm 133. We haven't read Psalms in a long time. This is a short one. A song of degrees of David. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion for there Yahovah commanded the blessing even life forevermore 
God put a blessing over there on Mount Zion. You heard the term Zionist? Where do you think it comes from? Mount Zion, God's holy hill. A Zionist is a person who believes that the Jews, that Israel has a right to all the land that God gave them. I'm a Zionist. You should be a Zionist. That means you agree with God. Not with the UN that wants to take the land away from the Jews and Israel and give it to another people that God did not give to. Zionist. It's in love for Israel and the Jews and Jerusalem as their capital, the Jewish people. I thought every Christian loved Israel and loved the Jews and the Jewish people and knew Jerusalem was the capital and would want to be over there on the side of King Saul and David when they were fighting against the Philistines and Goliath. But we've got a lot of people that will be on the side of Goliath today by the way they talk and act. And I will say to them, just as it happened to Goliath and Philistines, it will happen to you and those that stand against Israel. God will stand against you and destroy you. He'll curse you. Genesis 12.3 is in effect. He made that covenant God did with Abraham, renewed it with Isaac and Jacob, who he renamed Israel. Still in effect today. If you bless Israel, God will bless you. If you curse Israel, God will curse you. Praise God for the Jewish people in Israel. In Jerusalem, their eternal capital. Well, we're done reading Psalms. We read uh, one book from the, one chapter from the book of Judges. We read a chapter from Proverbs. We did five chapters from Psalms. All we need is to do something from the New Testament. Where are we going to read today? How about in the beginning? Matthew chapter 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Pharisees and Zerah of Thamar, and Pharisees begat Ezram, and Ezram begat Aram, and Aram begat Amenadab, and Amenadab begat Naasen, and Naasen begat Salmon. And Salmon, some people would call him Salmon. No, I call him Salmon. Begat Booz of Rasheb, and Booz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king. used to have a good friend. His name was Dave King. David King. Amazing man. Could fly helicopters. He's went home to be with the Lord, but he was a great man. And David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. 
And Solomon begat Reboam. And Reboam begat Abia. And Abia begat Asa. I have a son-in-law named Asa. And Asa begat Josaphat, and Josaphat begat Joram. And Joram begat Ozias, and Ozias begat Joatham. And Joatham begat Akaz, and Akaz begat Ezekias. And Ezekias begat Manassas, Manassas begat Ammon. And Ammon begat Josiah, and Josiah begat Jeconias. And his brethren, about the time they were carried away to Babylon... And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begat Salathiel. And Salathiel begat Zero, uh, me, Zorobabal. And Zorobabal begat Abiud. And Abiud begat Eliakim. And Eliakim begat Azor. And Azor begat Sadak. And Sadak begat Akim. And Akim begat Eliad. And Eliad begat Eleazar. And Eleazar begat Mathen. And Mathen begat Jacob. And Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ. So all the generations, from Abraham to David, are fourteen generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are fourteen generations. From the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are fourteen generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together. Stand by, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I want to look up this word again. Spouse means to betroth. The espousal was a ceremony of betrothing, a formal agreement between the parties in coming under obligation for the purpose of marriage. Spousals are in the East frequently contracted years before the marriage is celebrated. So it's, it can signify to marry, but could be betrothed. But they had not had relations yet, Joseph and Mary. Mary was a spouse to Joseph before they came together. And before they they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. She's pregnant. We haven't had relations. I'm just going to divorce her. But while he thought on these things, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, 
thou son of David. Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. She shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. That's the English name. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not, means they did not have relations, no sex, till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Now that was a patient man. He married this girl. He believed the Lord. Of course, he was honored to be chosen for this, along with Mary, and they raised that baby. Baby Jesus. He did not have relations with her till she had had her firstborn son, Jesus. Amazing. Matthew chapter 1. We're going to stop right there. Well, we, we did uh, what we haven't done in a long time, which is read a chapter from the Old and the New. Read Proverb and the five Psalms. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty full of the Word of God. That was like a T-bone steak. Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your Word, the opportunity to speak it. Let it go forth and accomplish what you'd have it to do today. Blessed to hear. We know that through the reading of your word, we renew our mind, and faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So we ask God that you would increase our faith each time we're in your word. Renew our minds. Bless everybody that came out tonight, God, today. Bless those that have supported this program, God, this year. Give them great reward. We thank you for everything. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, amen. Friends, love and appreciate you. It's good to be back with you. Uh, We're going to be back every day. That's what I'm going to endeavor to do. Pray for me that I can do it. And uh, we'll be back with the uh, marathon with our guests beginning January 1. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed the archives I'm putting up. These are remastered. Uh, There's some good stuff there in those archives. Many of you have written me and told me you really enjoyed them. There is. You never know what you might encounter. A lot of them we have open lines, confront demons, interrogations of demons, some exciting teachings on these programs. They're classic. Uh, What a lot can be learned from these uh, full gospel programs. As vital today as they were then when they came out. Hope you enjoy them. We've got 10,000 of them to release. Plenty of content for you. Keep you busy. Uh, OmegaManRadio.com Thank you for your support out there. Thank you for your prayers. Love you all and continue to lift up Prophet Scott till he has fine caller report. All is good. God bless you. And um, 
We'll see you next time here on Omega Man Radio.
begin to live when I met Jesus. I feel his presence today. And friends, we have prayed for you. We've been praying for your many, many requests. No doubt many of you that are listening to the program today are sick and shut in. I want to tell you that Jesus Christ of Nazareth suffered and died on Calvary's cross and he loves you today. Thank God for the victory. Jesus. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. For those that need help, and for those that are sick, and for those that are diseased, and for those that are afflicted, for those that need prosperity and a financial blessing, I pray for them today. We join in prayer that you will meet their needs. Lord, for those who have loved ones that are unsaved, for those that have sunk to the very bottom of things and need to recuperate and need, as Jonah of old, to be brought to the top. Move in Jesus' name. Heal the sick, the suffering, and the dying. Open the eyes of the blind, unstop the ears of the deaf. Heal the crippled, my God, those with incurable, unknown diseases. Heal them while I pray. In Jesus' name. And I thank you for it. You believe it's done? Shout yes. yes. If you really believe it's done, let's give the Lord a real hand clap in appreciation.